Okay, keep going. I call it Perfect Joe. Because he doesn't talk or take off his shirt? It doesn't take three hours in the bathroom. Your hate just makes me more beautiful. Hello and welcome back to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience podcast. And today we're going to talk about cardboard junk. And joining me is Ruby. Hello. And our special guest today is Lisa. Hello. Hey, how are you doing, Lisa? I'm doing okay for a good old Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so Lisa, if you remember, she was back in season one and she is what I'd have to say, the Kimbit that knows the most celebrities, period. Is that a good thing? <laughs> no. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean... Yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying today. I'm tired. <laughs> That's okay. You need a coffee. <laughs> yeah. So I had a couple specific questions because, okay. of course, you've seen, as I said, the most celebrities. You've met the most of them because you go to TIFF like every year. Yeah, I do the, uh, I'm not an autographed hound. I just mm-hmm. want to put that out there. I just, mm-hmm. I like to kind of go see who I like, see if I can meet them and basically say hi and maybe get a picture to say I like your work that's right. that's where I'm at with that so who did you meet this year oh my god uh, <laughs> Chris Pine wow mm-hmm. um, one of my favorites which surprised me because I he has a reputation is uh, Colin Farrell oh. he actually was one of the nicest to us and joking with us and yeah. even helped take the pictures nice and yeah. michelle rodriguez oh she, her people wanted to pull her away from everyone mm. you know and she went and made sure she did everyone wow. oh that's awesome yeah. yeah whereas bradley cooper <laughs> <laughs> he promised he'd come back out he did a couple and he said i'll come back out and he didn't come back out oh. no but I forgive him based on his performance in A Star is Born. Have you seen it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I heard it's gotten a lot of like, well, good critical success. Yes. yes. I've heard a lot of good things about it. And previously there was a lot of, um, I guess, bad gossip or bad news around it because it was being released the same weekend or the same day as the, what was that other Venom. Movie? Yeah, as the Venom movie. And oh. uh, yeah, a lot of the little monsters got had an yeah. online campaign too. So there was a lot of negativity. And guess which movie came out on top? Yeah. <laughs> Venom. But wow. I, I liked both of them, I must say. Okay. Mm. I'm a Tom Hardy fan too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Marvel fan, yeah. so I've... I usually support these films, but something about Venom I, I didn't want to see. So I, I'm going to make my way out there eventually. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, there are a lot of movies I did not see this summer. So I'll get <laughs> cut up. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to ask you a few specific questions. Because again, you, you, if people follow you on Twitter, <laughs> if I remember correctly, it's at Lamb, Lamb Chop 99. At Lamb Chop 99. Mm-hmm. And they'll see that you tweet pretty much every show that you watch or at least most i i try on the ones i really really love like of course Mm -hmm. kim's convenience when it comes back (laughs) um like frankie drake mysteries i'm really loving it the four women and the you know like it just it it, it's really fun and um i love my chicago shows Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep i notice those ones (laughs) and and fbi this that's my new kind of favorite one from this season okay okay Okay. so i mean my questions to you kind of uh, revolve around celebrities and uh, particularly i guess the cast because of course the cast of kim's are Mm -hmm. pretty great uh so (laughs) what makes them stand out to you because again you've met a lot of celebrities so there must be something about them they're so gracious and kind Mm. i know they've seen me a lot (laughs) and they're probably starting to wonder why but they're they know my name and Mm -hmm. they'll say hi and Mm. you know like even after the um oh my god i'm forgetting (laughs) the uh, yappy tour Ah. um Mm -hmm. i was waiting outside but i was letting the other people there go because you know yeah, I didn't have the them. VIP, first of all, but right. I just let other people go and that. If I get to, I'll say hi to mm-hmm. Simu and that. Mm-hmm. And it was getting late and I had to get home and I had to walk by where he was still standing. And mm-hmm. I just kind of waved and mm-hmm. said goodbye. And he said, oh, come here, you know, give Aww. me a hug. And he said, you know, next time we'll see each other again. So yeah. it's like, they're kind. Yeah. They're not high up on this pedestal. pedestal yeah. And 
I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when, uh, I think earlier in the summer, we went to a Night It Up. I think right. you were there as yeah, well. Yeah. Yes, you're, yes. You're, you're literally there at all the events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simu was basically going on and off stage to host the, the, yeah. the Asian Night yeah. Market. And in between that, he wasn't taking breaks. He was out greeting fans yep. the mm-hmm. whole time. It was like and, a full lineup going on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, have, I was lucky I got him before everything started. Oh, nice. But even then, I saw these other young girls. I said, oh, you're going to be okay. Don't, and they, they were getting nervous. Said, He's a nice guy, <laughs> yeah. you know, and he saw me and took the picture. And it's actually, it's one of the best pictures I have. Oh, nice. Because oh. I don't know. He, I, I smiled more. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say one of my favorites is actually we're sitting right in front of yeah. it. It's a canvas. You you kind of blew it up on a canvas. Yeah. Uh, I think that's at the CNE. Yes, the yeah. meet and greet at the CNE. And the reason why it's so priceless too is Janet's, the look yes. on Janet's yeah. face. She's so... <laughs> colorful with her look yeah <laughs> andrea yeah. bang makes the best yeah. fan photos ever yeah. i remember the first one that i the first photo that we took together with her, with her was mm-hmm. at the uh, fan meetup just before the first csas that kim's was ah. nominated mm-hmm. for and i wasn't expecting anything i yeah. that was the first time we saw andrew as well we had already met simu mm-hmm. and when i saw the photo that cbc took i was like wait is andrew making a face <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it's on my uh, phone too, but the phone mm-hmm. because right. I use it so much, it starts to fade. And I thought right. I need something more permanent. Mm-hmm. It's eventually it's right now on my TV stand, but I want to get it up on the wall so I can you know nice. see it above the. TV. I almost feel yeah. that you need to make a second one and get it signed by all of them. <laughs> or I thought the second one should be like Terrence, Mr. Meta, oh. Gerald. You know. Uh, Pastor Nina. Oh, I would. I got to see Pastor Nina or Amanda at yeah. TIFF. She was doing a lot of hosting duties. Mm-hmm. Right. She looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. And of course. she's very gracious to the people at the side. Oh, that's and awesome. I said, Can I take a photo for the Kim bits? And she said, Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Speaking of Mr. Meta, we all actually saw him. He was starring in uh, uh, The Men in White. The Men in White, yes. Uh, and you were. Probably the first one of the Kimbits to go because you're the first one to tweet. You went on the preview I went on the preview. A lot of it had to do with I was still on vacation. I thought, hey, pick pick that night. And um, went by myself. Um, Had to get an aisle seat for my good old knee. But I was Mm -hmm. thinking, okay, I'm going to watch this and see how he does. You know, I was amazed at the whole cast, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And it had me laughing. It had me crying. It had everything and can i say full moon (laughs) (laughs) i think at this point we can because the show's already been out but yeah it 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 was i i should have known because when i went back out afterwards it said you know warning there will be some nudity and i I hadn't seen that i didn't see that either so (laughs) i was like what (laughs) yeah there were two full moons but (laughs) yeah not expecting that but Mm. in a sense you know it should be expected in a locker room. So yes, that's true. Exactly. That's so it fit. The, fit yeah. the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, <laughs> I wasn't warned. So <laughs> I was like, what? Lisa warned me. So I, oh. and and I, I sat there all quietly. I said was there's a, a couple full moons, I think. Ah. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't pass that along. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I wanted you to see for yourself. I was yourself. like, whoa. And I'm like, um. You had the <laughs> legit expression that people should have. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But it, the other interesting thing about it, and one thing that uh, Sujit, who who plays Mr. Meta, uh, he was saying about this role that one of the reasons why he took it is that it was a role that he didn't have to do accented. Mm. Ah, yes. Yes. So he, he did it in his, yeah. Normal fir- voice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the first time I met Sujit, I was like, whoa, totally no accent. Yeah. <laughs> That's not Mr. Meta. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but it, it was nice to see him in... Uh, I guess showing off his, his flexing yeah. his acting muscles there. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted to see that because, well, that I wanted to see them in a different light. And mm-hmm. anytime I go see them in anything like Michael's play, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. or Nicole's play is like, I like what they do on my favorite show, mm-hmm. but I want to support them in other things too. Exactly. Of course, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're all really great at what they do. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I haven't went to one of their shows and not been disappointed. Exactly. It's like, yeah, that was totally worth it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
So going back to, I guess, talking about the cast and talking about uh, all the celebrities you met, because um, you've, I guess, you watch a lot of good TV. So I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to place the Kim's Convenience cast anywhere in Hollywood, what shows and roles would you place them in? Well, the first one I'm going to put out there because we all need to put it out there for him is Paul in Star Wars. Oh, yes. Mm. We need to get him in there. Yes, <laughs> We need absolutely. to get him in there. That's first of all. And of course, I want Simu in Crazy Rich Asian. <laughs> you know, I've read all the books, the mm-hmm. series, and I figure okay. eh, he could do that. Okay. Or I even, because I do watch a lot of TV, I watch all the Chicago shows. Mm-hmm. I could see him on like Chicago PD as like a detective or something. I could okay. see him. They need some, they could use some diversity. They, yeah. you know, a little yeah. more. For so sure. that would be cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Especially Paul in Star Wars. I yeah. know a lot of people <laughs> have been campaigning for it. Um, the other thing people were campaigning for was him in, in Avatar uh, Airbender uh, as well to be Uncle okay. Iroh, which is like the father figure to the, to the rebellious Avatar. teen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, there's so not a comedy role. No, 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 no. So, still a serious yeah. role, but mm-hmm, he's yeah. a very—it's a very light-hearted role. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you have any others? Um, it, those were the ones that stuck out to me. Like, I—I want to put Shannon somewhere. I want to see her in something that's not funny. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so I can see like what the range. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I know we saw the play in that, but like in a movie where everybody's going to see her or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay. Now, uh, the one thing is that there have been a lot of actors who've come in and out as like kind of one-shot characters. Uh, for example, there's like Grace Lee. There's been, um, for example, Lauren. Mm. Who is who's in uh, Little Italy with Andrew? Mm. Yeah. Uh, what other characters would you like to see make a comeback, and what characters do you think should move on from the show? Well, I want more Nayang. <laughs> <laughs> Love her in her purple hair. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I, I I'm not sure it was a named character, but Gavin Williams when he came in as a customer, mm. serial like, guy. Yeah, yeah I'd serial love guy, to see Apple him Pay. come back. <laughs> yeah, a, a little more because I like him. I've seen yeah. him at the improv shows too, yes. and. Mm-hmm. Um, more Mrs. Lee. Aww. Yes, yes. And like Christina. Christina yeah. Song is yeah. really good at playing the buddy of... Um, I think mm-hmm. her and um, uh, Uma should go on some sort of girls, yes. girls trip. Girls' nights. Yes. Yeah. Trip and, you know, maybe get a little tipsy and, you know, something like Have that. Have fun, yeah. I, I was totally thinking that. I was thinking that... Uh, you know how the show usually breaks it up into two, three parts. They yeah. could have Uma and Mrs. Lee kind of go off on a trip, and maybe Mrs. Park somehow gets oh. tangled oh. up into that. And then on the other side, you have Appa having like a poker night with Mr. Meta, Mr. Mr. Chin, Chin, and throwing I don't know maybe Terrence. From- That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. Terrence, just to and see how they deal with him versus you know exactly. John yeah. and uh, Kimchi. Throwing that X element just to see what happens. <laughs> I was going to say the the one to maybe go just because I'm a Shanjung fan. <laughs> Alejandro. Uh, 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 I, I'd love him, but yeah. you know, yeah. where my heart lies. Yeah. <laughs> Marco Grazzi, who in the last year, I didn't realize he was in so many other yes. shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been watching a lot of superhero things. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, we caught up on Heroes Reborn and ah. The Flash. Yep. And we're like, oh my God, it's Alejandro. <laughs> yeah. It's Alejandro again. <laughs> I was like, I think that's him. Did oh. you see the thing they did, uh, Kim's Convenience did in the, the to the Lady Gaga? Alejandro. And they had... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Shannon's voice doing Alejandro. Oh, really? And and uh, Chung's voice they used oh, from the show. You should they? look that up on the oh. Kim's Convenience. I think they did it on their Twitter and their. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so that funny. was funny, and it had the Lady Gaga song going, and that's hilarious. Just interspersed them saying Alejandro. We should we should have a, a little pool going on. How long Alejandro is going to be on the show? Because he can only last as long as Shanjung isn't together, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, but even though I'm the biggest, I think, Shan Jung uh, fan, I don't know that it's necessarily going to totally work out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I'm still shipping it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still shipping it. So jumping into the show, uh, of course, I like to break things down. So mm-hmm. there was obviously the intro, which 
you know, they're talking about drinking water and yoga. And then I broke it up into just two other parts. The first is the night is Nayong. Mm-hmm. And the second part I just called cardboard junk because yeah. that's sort of mm-hmm. cardboard junk. Mm-hmm. So to start off, uh, you have uh, Appa. He's talking to Michaela, who's played by Micah Harper, okay. uh, who's from Mohawk Girls. And they're talking about yoga mm-hmm. and uh you know, how yoga is lengthening, opening, extending, and, you know, Appa's calling, saying, It's just stretching. You're just yes. stretching what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so you do a lot of yoga, right, Lisa? I, I try to. I'm, I'm a little limited right now, but it's it's a good calming thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I watch that, you know, you have a fantasy, like you would love to be on a show sometime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be a customer on Kim's yes. Convenience. <laughs> yeah. So when I saw the yoga, I thought, well, I'll just come in with one of my hula hoops. Oh. And we could have an interesting conversation about that, me mm-hmm. and Appa. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do yoga a couple times. I tried to do hot yoga, not Ooh. knowing exactly what it was. And the thing is, I sweat a lot normally. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I slipped on the mats and I fell a couple oh, times. No. When there was flatulence, I giggled. But everybody <laughs> looked at yeah, me. That's what you got to watch <laughs> yeah. out for in the hot yoga. But I tried it once and I thought I wasn't going to last. But the, they just said, just push yourself past that first 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm. And you kind of get used to it okay so yeah the only yoga i've ever done is aerial yoga i find it a lot easier than regular yoga because your body's kind of naturally moving with the ribbons and the stretching so yeah i like the decompression of the spine yeah and like i like the inverted movements and stuff yeah because it's not something you can do with regular yoga and you're kind of on the floor and you're using your own muscles because i feel like you can you can try to do certain stretches but you might be using the wrong ones because you're standing there and trying to push yourself versus mm-hmm. letting the suspension and the gravity yeah. move you it kind of it kind of helps me because i'm not very flexible yeah so yeah i, I really enjoy aerial so yoga. try aerial yoga mike <laughs> i've never seen a guy do aerial yoga <laughs> real, real men do it no. ah. <laughs> well i gotta say that yoga is tough yeah. I, I used to do martial arts so i used to be super flexible uh, yeah. like mm-hmm. i used to be able to do splits in the air but um, it is a very good core workout. Yeah. And like big macho guys who go to the gym and they do heavy <laughs> weights and stuff. I will guarantee you, if you've never worked your core like mm-hmm. at all or even medium so, you will struggle with yoga. More yeah. of the uh, big name athletes are doing the yoga, like yeah. Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he can stretch and he can <laughs> throw. And, you know, it's just like, wow. Yeah. Even uh, I think my one of my seventy-year-old uncles right now he's doing oh. daily yoga and Pilates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like his whole family. Like uh, his son is actually Jay, who's been on the podcast, ah. and he they're, they're a completely fit family. But he <laughs> he's been keeping up yoga every day. I, it, it's recommended you stretch every day, like yeah. even before you get out of bed. That's mm-hmm. one of the key things. And I I'd let that slack for a while. Maybe that's why I had problem with my knee. But mm-hmm. even before your feet touch the floor, do some stretching in bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's recommended by Kim Bit Lisa. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, getting on to healthy things, of course, Appa and Mr. Meta complain about how today's <laughs> drinking water comes from sterile canisters crafted by hippies. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's amazing that Mr. Meta has survived this long because he used to drink from streams, ponds, yeah, puddles. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like, puddles. sure, some died, but those who didn't grew stronger. Mm, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. when, when that scene came on... and. Uh, and he's talking about all the water bottles. I had to look around and go, oh, how many do I have now? <laughs> yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> yeah, well, but, it's kind of what the culture of today, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I think every household has at least one of these kind of Well, water And bottles. for me, it's mm. like, I don't want to carry the or buy the plastic water bottles. Yeah. So that's a big yeah. thing. When I go over to my no frills and I see people coming out with four or five cases of mm-hmm. plastic water yeah. bottles, I'm like, I And the know. water doesn't taste right yeah. from those bottles and if you leave them in in like a certain temperature it feels like for me it feels like the the flavor changes it's like the plastic yeah. itself goes into the water so i really don't like it and in the summertime i like holding my bottle because yes. it's like double insulated if i put mm-hmm. cold water in it it's cold for hours exactly and same with the hot water i can put hot water in there and i still burn my lips hours later yeah <laughs> so, yeah. yeah i think they're not just like a a hippie thing to make 
water fun it it has its actual practical uses and mr meta eats it, the salty things and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, appa says go there's a puddle out there i said no i'll take an evian <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah it's, it's one of perfect example of a generational trope yeah. of old people complaining about how their old days are harder than kids today <laughs> uh, mm. but of course i mean they're we're going on with like societal changes, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. environment we have to consider, and yeah. then you know health reasons because mm-hmm. you put that p- uh, bottle in the car, it's not going to be good. I for wonder you. what Mister Meta would say about me trying to be vegan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think as long as you go to his restaurant and eat eh. his samosas, I think you're good. Okay, <laughs> I don't think his samosas are vegan friendly. No? no, you can probably have a version of them. I have yeah. a few cookbooks, yes. so but, but yeah, yeah, like I think traditional ones are yeah. not vegan friendly. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess if we were to play up on Mr. Meta at this point, what are some things that bother you about kids these days? Their manners, yes, <laughs> their manners. Yeah, their work I, ethics. We're oh my ethics. god, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say phone ethics as well. Yes. Ooh, yeah. 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 People can't can't like put down their phones during meals. It's really mm-hmm. sad. You go to mm-hmm. restaurants. Yeah. Like I I take out my phone during restaurants because I like to take pictures of what I'm eating. Yes. Yeah, but here. I don't I don't constantly look at my phone while in a group setting we're all eating and chatting right because exactly. that's the point of being there with people you mm-hmm. be there in the moment with the mm-hmm. people you're with mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah how about social media kind of behavior posting everything you do yeah on media? that and some of the fans just pouncing on the stars and saying oh follow me follow me yes. follow me yeah yes. like, that's, uh, no like yeah. tell them you like them that yes. you like mm-hmm. them in this movie and this show and if they say anything that's fine yeah like I don't expect every time I say something mm-hmm. that yeah. I'm going to get a response. Mm-hmm. When I do, it's cool. Yeah. And, and that, that's that. Yeah, exactly. That's a really great point because, of course, in our case, that the Kim's cast is super accessible. They yes. tweet back. And mm-hmm. uh, the first time that I did, I wasn't expecting anything back. But, you know, they tweet and they reply and they take yeah. part in the community. But in terms of fan etiquette, like there are things that we should learn to do and not to do yeah yeah and i mean they're people too right mm-hmm. like if you they kept bugging lives. a normal person saying follow me follow me it it's upsetting it, it's just because they're an actor doesn't mean they're not a real person right like mm-hmm. they should just have think how many people are tr- wanting them to yes. follow them mm-hmm. and they can't follow everybody they mm-hmm. can't answer everything mm-hmm. of course so they just, want their privacy as well exactly yeah. Actually, this is kind of a sidebar question because before we're talking about you at TIFF and then Mm -hmm. meeting all these other celebrities, what are some do and don'ts, especially when you're in that situation where there's so many other fans in a crowd? uh, What kind of things are kind of you should do and what kind of things shouldn't you not do or things that you've seen other people do? Well, for me, it's if if you're late and... You get behind the first row. People don't push, don't shove, mm. don't put things in front. Um, I'm more than willing when I get out in front, which I usually do. Cause yes. I, <laughs> you're always up. first. <laughs> well, not necessarily first, but at least I can get in the front row. Yes. So right. I, I say to the people who end up standing behind me, usually say, hey, once I get my photo or yeah. whatever I'm yeah. getting, I'm more than willing to like kind of lean to the side so you can put your thing. Just don't put it over my head. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a number of times where the autograph hounds have their big clipboards and everything oh. and they put them in front and sometimes the star will go right by. Mm-hmm. I got lucky the one year with Tom Hardy and his security bumped it off. <laughs> oh, nice. So, but okay. you know, you're not going to, you're going to miss out on chances if you push yeah. people. Um, you can you know call out their name but don't oh my god you know like yeah. scream it sort of yeah. deal mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah these little things that oh yeah there are a lot of people on twitter that i see even with the kim's cast mm-hmm. they'll be saying hey you followed him but you didn't follow me follow me i know yeah, like yeah. that's like, like uh, if they if they want to i've never asked anybody to follow me yeah, yeah same. and i don't then call out who has followed me mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. because that's not nice yeah. yeah i i don't think i have that many of the kim's cast following me that's the thing i don't even check yeah it's yeah. like if they follow me great i see them retweeting great we have a conversation that's amazing exactly but you can't expect it to happen 
Yes. Like yeah. the expectation should not be there that they will for sure respond, retweet, or follow you back. It's just, it's just unrealistic. And, and don't, the one thing where it really got to me a couple of years ago with Sophia Bush on Chicago PD, mm-hmm. um, I said something very complimentary to her. Yeah. And she retweeted it with like, oh, thank you and a little love oh, heart and that. Nice. And all of her followers started liking it and retweeting this like you don't have to retweet everything yeah Yeah. you know my at the time i had twitter sound on and like it just kept pinging all (laughs) night and i'm like oh my god i can't get to sleep how do i stop this yeah but you know it's tell them you like them tell them they did a good job Mm -hmm. you know if they're having a conversation that looks like it's with multiple people you know, maybe comment, but sometimes Mm -hmm. you look at the conversations, you know, it's just between them and that other person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Twitter etiquette. Yes. (laughs) That should be like a a thing everybody has to take. It should be like a class. Social media etiquette thing. That's mandatory for kids now instead of keyboarding. Oh my (laughs) God. Yes. (laughs) Instead of having all the teachers having to learn math, they should have to uh, teach the Twitter etiquette. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, jumping into the episode, uh, the first part that we could talk about is cardboard junk. Of mm-hmm. course, uh, the first it starts off with Amma. She comes into handy, and yeah. it it kind of reveals that she's a smoker at this point. We don't really know. Yeah, but she's yeah. like you know that don't really smell like cigarette before she got. So. Yeah, it's like yeah. what. <laughs> And I think Shannon kind of got yeah, the idea of what was going on. Okay, yeah. Sure, glad you had fun. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then she pops out with, of course, a cardboard version of her son, and she's surprised and everything. Yeah, uh, it made me wonder why Emma and Appa are renting from Handy so much. I mean, I thought they already had a van. Yeah, they they keep. I think this one was for the church yeah, and that oh. sort of thing. Church, yeah. But I think you know, there's probably other places they could have gone. But I think yeah. it's in their minds that maybe they'll run into somebody yeah. there. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Even though they're not gonna say it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And they might get a family discount. Yeah. Well, that's oh, it too. That's, <laughs> that, that's a good. Yeah. <laughs> Who can pass up a discount? That yeah. should. I can so see that being a season three or season four uh, Uh. episode name, Family Discount. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Um, So Shannon, of course, she has that awkward uh, moment with Amma where Mm. it pokes her and they're just like, Jung, I'm in front of your mother. And I think that was her real mind speaking. (laughs) And she's like, oh, you know, kind of letting it out Mm -hmm. a little bit there. I think... Uh, Jean does an awesome job of playing that awkward, like, ha, 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 okay. okay." Yeah. It's like, you're a little weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I totally saw my mom in that when she was Ah. doing that because uh, just the exact mannerism, that's exactly (laughs) what my mom would do. She's like kind of laughing, kind of side look. But um, uh, so the next part, uh, of course, uh, they're talking about cardboard jung. It's at this point Janet, Kimchi, and Jung. Oh, right. And the one thing that season two tends to do is to poke a lot of fun at Jung. Yes. Mm. Uh, and this is one of the great, I guess, examples again of the chemistry of all these uh, mm. people now that they've been together for yeah. so long, mm-hmm. or uh, one season at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Kimchi goes, "I call him Perfect Jung," and Janet goes, <laughs> "Because he doesn't talk or take off his shirt." Which I <laughs> laughed out exactly. loud at this point but then they took it one step further no he doesn't take three hours in the bath <laughs> <laughs> which is golden i mean you got to give credit to the yes, writers for coming yes. out for this stuff they yeah. obviously recognize how they're portraying their characters mm-hmm, and how mm-hmm. how people are responding to it and playing off on it so it, yeah, yes. they're writing them very well and then the actors are just delivering very well because mm-hmm. I do laugh I do snort laugh here you know <laughs> yeah and, and later on when uh, Amma and uh, Mrs. Meadow who's played by Alora Penick who we saw in uh, yes. Sisters yes yeah she's also part of the production yes. yeah, yeah. Um, she had like kind of a uh, kind of a side role but she was yeah. playing a number of characters if I remember correctly yes. right yeah yeah Anyway, so she she did an awesome job. We actually mm-hmm. met her in person really mm-hmm. briefly, but uh, love to get a chance to speak to her more. Yeah. But anyway, um, back to this. She was saying that you know, uh, Jung is superficial but not fake. Yeah. <laughs> but again, poking at Jung like in season two seems. To well, be I the also thing. like how Mrs. Meta said, "Well, maybe I'll get a cardboard Mister Meta." <laughs> yeah. Instead of her daughter. Yes. Yeah. Omo was suggesting. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
Uh, it's it's also funny that when uh, um, uh, she she actually takes a shot at Jung too. Well, not really Jung, but cardboard Jung. She's like, you know, kind of look like double chin. It's yes, like, no, yeah. It's just a shadow, <laughs> and that, that's the actually the only time that you see Jung kind of play defensive. Like yeah. he's like, whoa, hey, what the heck? Everybody yeah. else, he's just like, you know, your hate only makes me more beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it made me ask the question. How many cardboard junks does Simu actually have at home? You mean real life? Real life cardboard <laughs> junk. Because I know in the episode is five, <laughs> but he's got to have at least two. What do you think? I don't know. I say we ask Tina. Yeah, <laughs> Tina. I asked. Oh. So I asked oh. Tina and I asked Simu because I was just like, you know what? I got to ask for this episode. So it, it was Simu who replied and he's like, None, but I gave one to my parents. Aww, that's cute. <laughs> but so was the, it like so a they, handy one? So or? they can have dinner and, <laughs> and put him there. Exactly, yeah. he's sitting there. He's sitting there at dinner with them. Aww. Yeah, it was actually, so if you haven't already heard, so Simu wrote an article yeah. uh, about a year ago in McLean's about mm. his relationship with his parents, which in some ways sort of mirrors how Jung is with his parents as well. Yeah. That Simu, uh, especially when he had to jump from being, uh, you know, in in the Finance. corporate world yeah. into now the acting world, I guess he went through some a roller coaster ride with his own parents. And he was saying just recently in a tweet that after a year after that, now his relationship with his parents is much better and that that he can say that they're his best friends at this point, which is really nice to see. It kind of gives me hope because I think uh, for all I talk about how uh, Nicole is my spirit animal Mm -hmm. and I really love her character, I kind of really relate to Jung and Simu because... Mm -hmm. I currently don't have a relationship with my parents, oh. so it's seeing hope out there is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully that'll come for me too. We hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how Kim's connects on these kind of levels as well. I know that there's at least one other Kim bit who's mentioned to me uh, more on being, I guess, the other side where they're the parent and that uh. they can't connect with their kid anymore. And watching the show make give some hope that maybe at one point they can connect back. Yeah. So I think these are like the relationships that Kim's writers write in that it applies to everyone of the exactly. world. Like yeah. it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, mm-hmm. it can or have affected you. Yes. So yeah, that's, exactly. I think that's what makes the show just so loving and it draws your, like your heart in literally. Yeah. And yeah. that's why right from the beginning, I felt that and I, you know, how much I laughed and how much I cried. I'm going, mm. this I can relate to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think everybody needs a little bit of Kim's convenience in their lives. Try yes. to open yourself up, get a mm-hmm. good laugh, but mm-hmm. really reflect yeah. back and see how it applies and how yeah. it can be better played out, yeah. maybe. I even try and spread the Kim's love whenever I can. <laughs> for sure. And even and, like in the comical moments, like for instance, um, in the last episode where... Um, Janet was the model or she thought she was the model and she turned herself orange like it doesn't seem like a very serious issue and I'm sure we all laughed about it when she opened the door and she turned orange but it's it's something that's very real and a lot of people can connect to yep yeah so jumping into the next scene where Appa uh, discovers Cardboard Jung mm-hmm. and he discusses mm-hmm. it with Emma and then he finds, you know, she's surprised that Appa's okay. So I kind of made a weird parallel about uh, this kind of segment of scenes uh, at the beginning of it yeah. and how the relationship of Appa and Jung was during season two. So like to break it down first, Appa is first surprised to see Jung at Janet's which is kind of reflects the same yeah. as the freezer. Right? Yep. And then part two, Appa is, isn't is against having conversation with him or keeping, at the same time, keeping cardboard junk in the store. Mm-hmm. And then they hit, he kind of gets annoyed by it. Like for when he's example, watching over, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> behind the counter, and, which is the same as kind of at the end of the season where you know they they have that little spat, yeah. and at the end, Appa gets fed up and throws it out. So yes, the big fight, and then. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't want to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. So I found it weird that it kind of, maybe it's just the fan in me that's reading too much into this, but it really seemed like that there were weird parallels into that. And uh, I guess if I were to project that even further for the rest of the episode, it gives hope that 
of what could happen later yeah. on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the show uh, because of course uh, he gets he gets bored of Frank and Jung and then <laughs> yeah. you know he gives I'm a hope that you know what it's gonna really happen one yeah. day yeah yeah well the for me the that series of scenes all came together with when he sees the the kids or the mm. young boys mm-hmm. yeah. outside punching it yes. <laughs> and he's like stop and mm. then they run off with him and he's like saying stop give to me back my son yes. and yeah. that broke my heart because it was yeah. him really yeah he wants jung back in his life mm-hmm. yeah it, it was definitely one of those moments where you realize wow okay so he's been playing hard hard ass this yeah. whole time but mm-hmm. you know this is his real feeling yeah. And he's running out in slippers to catch yeah. this cardboard chunk. <laughs> see, and then, and then he shows, holds him like he's dead. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like he would do anything for his son. That's yeah. what it showed me. Yeah. Like he really would. And yeah, the way he carried yeah. him back. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh no. Mm-hmm. I think the scene that, uh, the other scene that kind of got to me was after he had thrown out Carport Jung and then the kid that comes in to admit, hey, I've stolen something. Mm-hmm. And then the guy goes to him, you know, you must have kids too. And he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I do. And he pauses to think. And you can kind of see in Paul's yeah. face that he's trying to express that, okay, you know what, let me try. So yes. he goes and he grabs dirty cardboard junk, which <laughs> how the hell did he get so dirty yeah. after like, you know, It's 10, in the trash minutes. bin, so people what, can throw What was in the in trash bin? No, no, but like it could be was people on? throwing yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, but he was like face down. Okay, yeah. fine. Well, well yeah. things move around, you yeah. know, a raccoon could have been in there or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. But first I was thinking, okay, is that curry or something? I was like, no, it's ravioli. Oh. Was it ravioli? I thought it was I brown. You know, okay. <laughs> Gonna have to go Not back and best, watch that. But or, still or, pretty good ravioli. Uh, or I, I wish it was pudding. Yeah. Uh, banana yes. pudding explosion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So some weird, funny things that I found in the show. Just, just watching the cardboard junk himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. It's kind of inconsistent in the show. I'm just being really nitpicky okay. because I'm because I'm kind of a jerk that way. <laughs> so so after he's thrown out and Appa takes him out of the dumpster, mm-hmm. uh, he has the bend on the chin, obviously yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also has a bend on the forehead. Ah, the top of his head. The top of his head, okay. which probably shouldn't have happened until he was taken by those kids. Yes. Unless it was a shadow, and then I'm totally wrong. But, um, yeah, by the time he's upstairs again for tea time with Amma yeah. and Appa, he doesn't have the fold anymore. Yeah. And, ah. then, and then by the time, and then he gets run off by the kids, and then he has the fold again on his head. Hmm. Back to Frank and Jung, which, okay. that's a whole he other thing. He had, like, a lot of tape, missing yeah. arms. Yeah. <laughs> and what was it? There was something like take for firewood or take firewood yeah. at one point on it. Mm-hmm. He put like a orange sign. He wrote something instead of Half any cover. peaches. Yeah, he there had was that, that too, But then yeah. there was the firewood. Yeah, it was oh, like, switched it. Saying for the uh, the cardboard chunk to be his firewood or do they actually <laughs> have firewood in the store? <laughs> I think there might have been firewood in the store. Okay. That was when um, he brought him back after the kids beat him up because yeah. there was that second sign on him at that yeah. point. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I read that too. I was like, firewood, huh? Yeah, that's the thing with convenience stores. They can just have any random thing, seasonal <laughs> thing. So. Maybe he's hoping everybody would look at him and buy something. <laughs> yeah, that's why he was like, Jung's for selling, not, not for talking. talking. Yeah. I hope it's <laughs> not foreshadowing crazy. that Jung's going to have some crazy accident with a neck brace and stuff. No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> But he may be a good salesman. Maybe that's yeah. a foreshadowing too. He's mm, good at because he does have wood. to have a new job. Yeah, yeah. Mm. possibly for season three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's coming soon. <laughs> yeah, January two thousand nineteen. <laughs> so uh, again, one of the last touching scenes is uh, between Jean and Paul at the end with Oma and Napa, mm-hmm. and they're talking about Frank and Jung, and and you can see the 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 love and kind of hope in mm-hmm. Emma's eyes that, you know, I don't want Frank and Jung. I want real Jung. Mm-hmm. And Paul's like, you know, I know. And, uh, you know, I'm not, you might not be ready, but I am. And that whole scene was just, yeah. just 
you know, that's award-worthy right there. Yeah, yeah it culminated everything that was building up with the silliness of the cardboard jung, mm-hmm. and then they brought it really both to the real yes. jung. Yeah. Because yes. they, they were thinking it when the, the cardboard jung was yeah. there. It's mm-hmm. like, but now we got to talk about it yeah. a yes. little bit, you know? And I think it kind of, it was Jean's way of, or Amma's way of kind of opening up and saying, you know, I'm not hiding this from you anymore. Like exactly. you, you know, I visit him, you know, I make the food clearly cause I yeah. you know, take a whole bunch of stuff away every week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like saying you're not ready. I am. So I'm yeah. going to keep doing me yep. until you're ready, but I don't want to lie yeah, about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. And letting him know in case he wants to come along yeah, with her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cause that could help if he went along with her and they had the, three of them together maybe yes. make it a little bit easier yes. it might be the four because kimchi's always there yeah <laughs> true true <laughs> it'll be an interesting dynamic especially in season three especially yeah. now that they've kind of opened the doors on certain mm-hmm. things and jung's not going to have a job so you know whether he goes back to school works at the store not likely but you know mm-hmm. it'll be yeah. interesting to see how they help them as parents now kind of united and you know, a family not completely together, but, you know, almost still good. Yeah. So, the next part, of course, we have to talk about is the night is Nayong. So, <laughs> of course, we have Suram Kim making a comeback with Nayong with a different color hair, I think. Purple. Yeah. Purple. purple. She had a full head I want of her back hair. more. Your hair is yeah. purple, too. Yes. I just realized. Yes. <laughs> kind of why I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so she's back with her hair her spot on accent I think that her accent's oh. spot on for me <laughs> yeah. um, and I like how her character isn't afraid to be blunt she always yeah. just speaks yeah. her mind mm-hmm. and uh, you know when she's at Janet's place and she's asked about or you know even a potential relationship with kimchi it's like mm-hmm. does any so do you guys ship Jan Chi in any way especially Janet you, and kimchi yes I think Janet thinks about it. Like it, the way they played it in the episode and how she got upset when Nayoung and Kimchi were together. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, when Nayoung goes off with her, I guess, Waterloo friend, yeah. Thomas. Um, Thomas. <laughs> and you saw a smile come over Janet's like face. It was almost like relief. Okay, Nayoung has him. Right. right. You know, and she yeah, was no. really happy. Yeah. Mm. I, I had the same thoughts, but we were actually discussing this the other day. <laughs> what were your thoughts? I remember you were saying something a little bit different. different? Yeah. Yes. So I was thinking it could have been that when when Nayoung brought it up and showed her the letter, she was yeah. just like, oh, crap, I had a crush on him, really, kind of uh. thing. And, and she admits, you know, I had a lot of crushes on my brother's friends, which mm-hmm. which I guess it's natural. I don't know. I don't have siblings, but I, I feel like that would be a yeah, natural no, thing. That, that happened to me when I was young too. <laughs> Any of the so, brother's friends that would come over and go, oh, wow, isn't he cool? And, you know, yeah, you think yeah. about him afterwards and, you know, maybe write in your diary, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. I think that's like a natural progression for, yeah. for younger sisters, right, that have older brothers. Yeah, it might have been one of her more vibrant crushes because he was probably around more much more it's yeah. it's stuck with her you know mm-hmm. like when it's one of your early ones they kind of fade laugh. <laughs> yeah. and because she sees him a lot anyways mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's still there so i was thinking <coughs> when nayoung brought that up with her she kind of she was reminded of that but mm. um so she kind of was thinking about it clearly and that's why when they were playing games she was trying so hard to avoid it and make up mm. excuses but when she realized that Nayoung was sleeping with uh, Kim Chi. I thought her her natural emotion was more of jealousy. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, why is she with him? Like, he was my crush, yes. but why is she with him? But not necessarily because she still has a crush. It was just the residual, like, feeling. It's like, hey, she knew I liked him, but she still yeah, went the and girl slept code. with him. The girl yeah, code. exactly. Oh, that's could what be the I girl felt like it was. And then yeah. when she realized that Nayoung had a Waterloo friend as well, she yeah. realized, oh, wait, she's not doing that to hurt me. Yeah. She just likes to be with friends. Yeah. You know? I, I could see that too. But yeah. I guess part of me is like, I want Janet to have somebody Someone. to, yeah. you know, at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But I just thought maybe that's a yeah, different that's way. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wouldn't it be cool if Janet and uh, Gerald got a pet? Yeah, <laughs> Lincoln can do it. <laughs> Lincoln is uh, Lisa's uh, cat. <laughs> who's who's uh, liking the friendly. microphones? Yeah. He's like super sweet. Yeah. My cats would not live well on the show. No, <laughs> no. they would be clawing and biting everybody. <laughs> Well, not Q-Tip. Q-Tip would just be sitting around looking angry. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow him on Instagram at angrybutcute. Yes. Aww, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been posting some photos of him and somebody said, you got to get him an Instagram account. I'm like, yeah. okay. That's what everyone said to me. And I'm like, all right, let's start it. But it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I have enough, hard enough time keeping track on mine yeah i i take a lot of his pictures but then taking the time to actually sign back into his account and then posting his stuff it's like oh (laughs) so the funny thing about gerald this whole time is Mm. obviously he's trying to woo uh nayong by Mm -hmm. he's giving her waterbed and he filled it up the day before in his nice bulk boutique shirt yeah (laughs) i guess a play on bulk barn yes yeah and uh he's sitting there at at uh, brunch the next morning and he's feeling awkward and he's Mm -hmm. saying you know he's kind of feeling bitter because number one uh, he had to sleep on the couch but Mm -hmm. also because you know Kendry hooked up with Niall I think more so it's because he didn't get the girl yes yes (laughs) yes and uh, it's funny because even at the end he asks you know am I I'm an attractive guy right (laughs) (laughs) but I don't I think that was a redundant question I don't think he was asking for a real answer yeah no 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 of of course not but it's just funny to see him go through all these kind of roller coaster like emotions throughout the episode of like and like even Jung shutting him down at the brunch that that was that was like the first time that I really identified with Jung because I'm an older brother too so I've had to sit with like annoying friends of my sister or like (laughs) annoying like stupid people that likes my sister so it's just like okay yeah 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 whatever whatever dude just get lost yeah so I was totally like I'm shipping Jung right there (laughs) you did it brother <laughs> I thought Gerald's is also funny because he never gave up even after yeah. after brunch. Yes, and tried. then when he saw Thomas, he was just like, Oh, I get it now. And it's like, Do you? <laughs> he totally looks like me. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, okay. All right, dude. Good for <laughs> you. You can't fault him for trying to be positive, yeah. I guess. That's true. That is true. I find the funny thing is um, Kimchi, his character, especially at the brunch mm-hmm. table, because mm-hmm. he plays the most mature person. Of course, this is kind of um, going backwards on season one, where he's the one-liner funny, kind yeah. of plays a little yeah. bit immature, because obviously Andrew Fung is good at being funny, Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is the time where he's like, you know... I, imparting wisdom yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right and it does stand out there yeah. like he was making the most sense there. Mm-hmm. yes and, and he was he was breaking the awkwardness and yeah. just hoping everyone would get through it and be adults yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah but i think i think that was that's always been the case with kimchi he has that matureness to him but he doesn't like to show it yeah mm-hmm. and it's maybe he's of, afraid people will take him too seriously yeah like mm-hmm. of his insecurities right yeah. and like he he loves cleaning the cars, but does he really? Yeah. And if he did, would he really be applying for that job right. later on mm. in the season? Yeah, but, yeah. And, and this episode kind of plays on Kimchi's growth of character too, because yes, uh, as season two goes on and he becomes the ass man, um, <laughs> it, it's well he hasn't yet. Well, okay, sorry. Later on in the possible future, yeah, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see in season three how that plays out. Yes, because of course they're showing growth of this character you know he he's not just being okay with cleaning up barf or or dead animals and or eating expired yogurt (laughs) you know i feel like it's always been a thing in the back of his mind he does want to grow but because he doesn't have the opportunity Mm -hmm. then he just laughs it off and you know uses his his humor side to act immature and to Mm -hmm. cover up like how he really feels Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So, of course, as the Kim's cast is getting more popular, they're starting to be in a lot more shows. We were uh, just saying it will be in a future episode that Amanda Bruegel, especially, she's getting so many mm. new roles. Yes. Especially, uh, I really have to look up that show, Icebreaker or Snow Chaser or something <sighs> like that. Um <laughs> So they're obviously getting more opportunities mm-hmm. and you can see Sumu who's creating all his own opportunities yes. mm-hmm. too. 
so t- let's say Tiff, it's Tiff, three to five years from now, <laughs> and they're walking down the red carpet. Not all of them are obviously partnered at this point. Who do you s- see them walking down the red carpet with? Because you're a Tiff expert here. Well, I took this to a personal level when I answered this question. Okay. Because I've been trying to write something and I haven't finished it yet. Okay. And I, mm. I figured, hey, what if it gets out there? And I'm yeah. like, now that I'm thinking about it, I could cast oh. some of them in it. It'd be different. Oh. Then it's not comedic. Mm-hmm. And so they could be walking down the premiere on the red carpet with me. You know, yeah. that'll be awesome. That's a dream. That's, cool. yeah. that's a dream. <laughs> that is a dream. That's yeah. a good dream. Oh. But but other than that, I could see them in any. Well, of course, I I mentioned earlier that Sima would be great in Crazy Rich Asians if mm-hmm. they could get that premiere here. Yeah. I oh, that would be like a big fanfare. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all the others still in the movie too, and right. You know, but that's where I went. With that <laughs> <laughs> I went personal on that one. You know. Okay. Maybe I'm I'm hoping that'll inspire me to actually finish writing what I did. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Writing is so hard, especially yeah. when you, it's it's easy to start when you got a great idea, yeah. but then you always hit those blocks and yeah. it's just, yeah. it's, it's, my end, it's my ending because I, I had flushed out characters and it, I kind of wrote it in a Maeve Binchy style. She likes to write a chapter for each character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you kind of intertwine them within the chapters and, nice. and I got to the ending and I couldn't end it the way I wanted to or mm-hmm. thought I could, so I'm mm-hmm. still working on that. You know, I may publish it to let friends read it. Yeah. Who knows if it'll go anywhere? For sure. But like sometimes it's just having the courage to make that final decision and put it out there, right? Because you don't know what's going to happen if you don't. So yeah. by keeping it to yourself, you won't even get the feedback that you need. Exactly. And good feedback, bad feedback, at least it's feedback to let you know, you know mm-hmm. what you can change or what the opportunities are. Yeah. And apart from that, I was... Uh, it actually reminded me because I saw that casting call for writers for ah. Kim's Convenience. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I shared it with Mike and I was just like, hey, <laughs> do we have writer friends? <laughs> yeah. So that was really cool. And I wonder if anyone that we know would have gotten on that. Yeah. And it would be really awesome exactly. to find out that someone did. Yeah, we, we have one friend that did try out mm. and uh, they asked back for something. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, nice. that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how that works. I about. shared it with one of my uh one of my friends uh spouses because they're actually a writer for or for shows right now like they've they've done shows that are produced already but she she got a call to la to do something else so i was like oh okay this is probably much smaller but yeah yeah and then but she thought that the posting was more for like a diversity call Ah. so she felt that she wasn't part of the Mm. diversity spectrum to submit something yeah Okay. So thanks so much for joining us, Lisa. It's always a pleasure. I mm-hmm. like the podcast. Um, <laughs> I I didn't listen to the other ones yet because I wanna I wanted to come fresh with my ideas, but mm-hmm. I I do enjoy them. I think everybody should listen to them. Oh, it gives thanks. you great insight to the fans and mm-hmm. to the show as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really good. And awesome. where can people find you again? On Twitter at lambchop99. Instagram, it's Lamb Chop sixty six. It's just the way yeah. there must have been another Lamb Chop at one point. So okay. it's yeah. okay. People email me at the wrong email, <laughs> <laughs> and it's L A M Chop, not L A M B. Somebody's right. did that before. So ah, okay. Yeah. So if you have any other comments, questions, or stories to share, email them to What You Talking Podcast at gmail dot com or tweet me at Mike Yuan eighty two. And now a message from our sponsor. You have a sign idea? We can do it. A sale for half-priced peaches or yogurt pretzels? We can do it. Want a life-size cutout of yourself to sleep on all night? Uh, yeah, we can do it. Visit our website at togetherfuntimesigns.ca. Until the next time. Okay, see you.